We're live. Hey. Hello. Yo. Yo. Welcome home. Thank you. Yes, I'm back from Canada. Um, it was What's a good it like trip. There? Oh, it's, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You guys have uh, water that falls from the sky. Um, we had a tornado today. A, oh, really? Yeah. Well, not in Calgary, but pretty damn close. Okay. I was going to say, I've never experienced a tornado. Uh, so hearing. Yeah, they always Calgary, dissipate by the time it gets to the city. It's usually okay, out yeah. in the countryside. Olds got hit today, according to my sister. So. Oh, okay. So, you know, not too far away from the city. Sure, yeah. Uh, but yeah, my trip was good. Uh, Calgary, Toronto, it was busy. Um, I, you know, I had to move my mom out of my childhood home. That's weird being like goodbye to, you know, the home that I lived in, you know, what since I was two before, like, sure. you know, moving out and such like that, but always like returning to. So that was a weird experience. Um. Yeah, that that's done. Toronto was a lot of fun. Uh, catching up with a friend I hadn't seen since like college. Cool. I don't know. Did you guys do anything for Canada Day? No. Nope. No. Yeah, it we rained, um, so there was no fireworks. So we just stayed at home. Toronto also, we didn't hear any fireworks. I did hear fireworks on July second, and, and and saw them. Um, sure. Uh, but we were like we were we were like walking around downtown to try and find like some kind of like event space going on, you know, like Eau Claire usually has in Calgary. Yeah, mm -hmm. just couldn't find anything. Be Actually, no. Yeah, it, it rained in Toronto. That's why. And they probably like canceled a bunch of stuff because it was raining. Yeah, it's been rainy. Did you guys do anything for Fourth of July? Still no. <laughs> yeah 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 that was that was me just uh flying home um so nothing but you know i'm not really feeling like i want to celebrate america i was i was gonna days. say fourth of july means less to me this year than like ever before <laughs> yeah. if that may means anything as a canadian yeah. but yeah um how are I'm, the flights any trouble Flights were all good, which um, okay. the, the one I was worried about was Toronto to San Francisco because I would have had to yeah. go in Pearson Airport, which I had just been following the news. Pearson Airport, for those who don't know, is, is the airport in Toronto, was has just been a shit show for yeah. weeks now. And specifically with, through like customs and the international, which is what I was going to be doing. It was fine. Sure. It was totally fine. Good. Um, in good. fact... I don't know if like I used up all my luck on that trip, but like several like here. Here's the good things that happened at the airport. First off, the, the kiosk couldn't check me in because I have a visa, so I wasn't able to like input enough stuff for them. So I'm like, okay, OK, I'll get in line with the people who are checking a bag so that the person can do it manually. So I'm waiting there and it's, you know, it's like three lengths long, nothing crazy, but nothing short. And a lady comes up to me and says, like, hey, are you checking the bag? I say no. She's like, oh, well, let me help you with the kiosk. Then. And I tell her. You know, the kiosk doesn't work because I'm on a visa. And she goes, oh, yeah, OK, well, hey, I'll just check in over here. Brings me to a whole other station. And I, I skipped the whole line. <laughs> nice. nice. OK, um, I'm in the line for uh, security. Uh, yeah, security, like the scanning and the line's getting kind of long. And they're like, you know what? Let's just start putting some people through the Nexus line, starting with me. 
Nice. So I skipped that line. Cool. Um, this, the plane was about 95% full. I, however, got my own row. Wow. What? That's impressive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what I did, um, but like, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've used up all my luck now. So the next time I fly is probably going to be miserable. Yeah. Um, I did take a lot the, of luck. Uh, I did take the Series S with the X screen with me and was playing that while wait at the gate each time. And that was just like a game changer, like hours just fly by as I'm just playing my Xbox. Uh, so that was extremely cool. Um, but anyways, yeah. enough about me. Uh, I haven't talked to you guys for a couple weeks. Uh, how have you guys been? Anything exciting going on? Nope. Nice and nope. relaxing here. Yeah, no, not over here either. Okay, well, quick and easy. I mean, oh, yeah, nothing going on here till like next month, basically. What's next month? What 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 do you got planned? Mother-in-law's visiting. Nice. Okay. Cool. So like, cool. that's that's about all we got going on. Like it's it's quiet here, and honestly, kind of okay with that. After the trip, good with good with nothing going on for a while. Sure. Sure. Makes hey, sense. actually, speaking of, of trips, John, are you going to PAX? Did you decide? We're not going as guests. Um, still up in the air about wanting to go is just for fun. I know okay. tickets are still available. Oh, are they? Okay. Yeah, last we checked anyway, so even the four days were still available. Right on. Hmm. Um, okay, well, this is the Top Down Respective for July 7th. I'm Sean Booker. Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. Uh, John, you got an interesting list of games, so why don't you start us off? All right. Uh, so, uh, I played a bunch of games that came out on the Switch recently. So, Elekhead was a, a cute little platformer that came out where you're an electricity-producing robot and you need to power up the moon. So you run around solving these little puzzles. Every piece of metal you touch conducts electricity when you touch it. So you need to figure out uh, which ones will turn on traps and which ones won't and just platform through it accordingly. Games like two hours long, uh, a little bit longer if you look around for all these hidden secrets and stuff like that. But it's uh, it's pseudo Metroidvania because there's a bunch of warps you can take to find these hidden items. And some of the puzzles are a little tricky. It honestly was a fun time. This has gotten some good press from what I've seen. I've followed yeah. a bunch of people that are liking this a lot. Yeah, this was also on, um, came out on Steam like months ago, and I think it was an Ichio game as well. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say it's a, it's a it's been on Steam for a bit, and I heard lots of really great things about it. Yeah, yep. If you're looking for a fun 2D platformer, puzzle platformer, definitely recommend. Right on. Cool. Okay. All right. Also, I'm playing Little Noah: Scion of Paradise. This was one of the stealth drops that happened during the Nintendo Direct uh, like oh. a week or two ago. I was gonna say this looks familiar. With where do I know this from? Yep. So, um, this is a 2D roguelike hack and slash. Uh, okay. It's, it's interesting because, like, your attacks are randomized. You start with the same set at the very beginning, uh, but you get little spirits that give you attacks. So, you set up the order of your, like, five-hit five combo string. You can also put attacks into your skill slot so you have special abilities and all that. They can be leveled up. Uh, there's, like... 30 30 or so uh, different spirits you can get which can little change like combos they have all have elements and stuff like that they can be leveled up during missions to give like little boosts and stuff like that 
Um, it's honestly pretty fun. I, I forget who I was talking to, but they had said it kind of reminded them of Maple Story combat wise because it's like sure. a 2D platformer with hack and slash. But yeah, uh, the areas are the layouts are randomized. The enemies you get are usually based on the biome you're in, but uh, a couple of different random bosses you can end up at. It's like it's honestly like a fun little enjoyable game. I've been having a good time playing it. It cool. is. Am I crazy or does this art style look like Bravely Default? It is the Bravely Default artist, 100%. We already looked okay. into it. Okay. Because it was, I thought the same thing. I'm like, this is literally just like Adia from Bravely Default. And then it turns out, yeah, like, no, like all the characters were done by the same artist. Who I didn't nice. realize was also the artist that did Nier? Nier Automata? So. Yeah, that oh. makes sense. Sure. I don't see that connection, but. Yeah, apparently that's the okay. same artist. Surprised me too. Artists are crazy, man. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, I like I the actually, yeah. I like the look of this game. It, like super colorful, nice. It it controls surprisingly well. A little floaty, nothing too bad. Uh, but like, it's it's got like just enough depth. Like whenever you do a run, everything that you picked up, your items, your accessories, your spirits, they'll get converted to mana, and that which you use to upgrade your ship, which upgrades you. Um, there's achievements you can get, which unlock little statues that you can equip that will also give you buffs and stuff like that. Um. Honestly, like I've been having a pretty good time with it. Uh, I've gotten pretty far as far as I can tell. Like I've gotten to like the third biome, which I think is supposed to be the last or it might just be like the the third last or the second last. And there's like one biome that's just a boss fight. But uh, like little story beats been happening while I've been playing along. Like it's the the writing's like anime, but it's like a little cute anime style. Like it's 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 pretty fun. It's an enjoyable little time. I'm just kind of I was looking up like the price and stuff. Fifteen bucks, which is cheaper than i expected do you know how long it is i uh i don't know the exact length i do know that it has a steam release as well so you don't have to get it on switch if you don't want it yeah they're and they're both 15 it looks like cool yeah and uh, otherwise i'm playing grand theft auto 5 weird okay, okay. yeah sure yeah Why? so just a bunch a bunch of us were just like yo let's play grand theft auto 5 online so a bunch of us just got into playing the multiplayer so there's like eight of us that kind of jump back in and out of the game every now and then through the mod team uh we're having a good time just doing heists and just kind of doing weird races and stuff like that it's, it's yeah, been I was fun ask, it's like, a, like the online is is pretty vast are you doing like missions are you doing the full-on heists which are like hours long uh, yeah what exactly doing everything we're doing random missions we're doing full-blown heists uh we're doing just like those weird races you see where like you just drive through like tubes in midair like f-zero like how many just, shark cards do through. you have i have none and i don't oh, plan okay. on buying any i'm not that into the game but i am enjoying my time playing with friends I just kind of assumed they would have like given you a bunch of free ones through something. Oh no, they've they've they give out tons of free money. Uh, if you have a Amazon Prime account or like a Twitch account, like if you link that to yeah. the game, you get like one hundred twenty thousand a week. Um, right on. There was a promo running on Fourth of July where it's like, if you do these four races, we'll give you two hundred thousand. And just there's just been like a bunch of stuff like that. Uh, later on tonight, we're probably doing another one where it's just like, yeah, if you do this whole set of missions, you'll get like an extra 300,000 on top of whatever you get from the mission otherwise. And it's tripled as well. So do you have your eye set on something you want to purchase? Uh, mainly, I've just been using the money to buy the buildings to do more heists because you need all these all the money to buy like buildings or vehicles to do all these other sets of heists. So like it's. It's a weird case of playing the game to earn money to unlock the content to keep playing the new stuff in the game. 
Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. But I also, but someone also showed me that the Mach 5 from Speed Racers in there, and I kind of want that. That would be cool. But it's also like $5 million, so it's going to take forever. Right on. Cool. What are you playing right. it on? Uh, Steam. Okay. Cool. Now, we tried playing that on, on stream last night, too, for multiplayer, and uh, that game still has a major hacker issue. We're talking yeah, that makes sense. real bad. Like, uh, we were playing a game of just friends, okay. and somehow uh, this guy joined our game, started playing a ringtone noise in everyone's, like, game, and then disabled my gas button so I could no longer move the vehicle I was racing with, and then forced our <laughs> game to crash. Uh, then when I rebooted okay. the game and I joined one of my friend's server, they got back in and they just started raining infinite money from the sky to offer to us. Okay, so, you it know, was, the, the, the hacking goes both ways. It was it was just a weird it was a weird thing. Like they were typing messages through my friend's account, despite the fact that he was clearly in control. Like it was just like it was weird. But uh, every time we tried playing it, like they with viewers, they would split up our groups and then like play random loud sounds to kind of like disrupt the stream and stuff like that. It was just kind of a bummer. Do you think you were getting like stream sniped? Yeah. Yeah. Thousand percent. Okay. Okay. I do kind of like that the fact that they it's almost like they're like messing with the matrix in in some way disabling the gas. I just, I just hate that cool. I'm the one that's the matrix. I'm the matrix. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. I think it'd be funnier if they disabled your brakes so that your car is just always going forward and you were like, stuck I mean, in it. yeah, you'd think because it was a race that would actually been more damaging, but eh. uh, okay. Each their own. Right on. That's all I've been playing. How about you, Paul? Um, well, last week, a bunch of stuff dropped. So I've been slowly trying to make my way through all of that. Starting with Monster Hunter Sunbreak uh, that came out, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. So I've been slowly working my way through that. I'm not doing the thing I usually do when these games have like an expansion or a release and play really hard for two weeks and then get sick of it and come back to it like a year later. I'm kind of just slowly taking my time through it. So I'm only master rank five, I think, right now. Uh, only. Where like... Well, I mean, most people that like play these games regularly are easily between 50 and 100 by now. So okay. I'm taking I'm taking my time through it. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It is definitely the experience I want. Harder uh, monsters and harder variations of monsters and some returning favorites and stuff like that. It's cool. It's a good time. But I mean, if you've been playing Monster Hunter games, you kind of know what to expect. It's just like another land with like a a whole new set of monsters and kind of reskins in a lot of ways with uh, some new move sets and whatever. It's very cool though. That game is just super fun. The big thing is that the PC audience for that has been kind of shitty it, that like they just kind of drop off where the switch uh, community has kept going pretty strong. Uh, so this is nice to kind of be playing again with people coming back to it so i'm able to actually find hunts and games like really quick whenever i want as opposed to like a month ago where if i was on pc i would take like five to ten minutes to find anything at all um the switch has never had this problem though i loaded up the switch a few weeks ago before this came out as well i could find anything i wanted instantly people are still playing the shit out of that game on switch but uh okay with a new release like this on my preferred platform it's just nice to be able to play a whole bunch whenever I want. 
Uh, the big one your, for me, though, sorry, mm -hmm? this this is your preferred platform for Monster Hunter is the Switch? No, PC. Oh, okay. On my preferred platform, it's nice that, like, there's a reason why people are playing it right now, so I'm able to find those games okay. rather than have to... Downgrade is the wrong term, but I mean downgrade to the Switch. <laughs> no, I think it's the right find term. Some like, games. The Switch is yeah. far... Like in, inferior to the to a PC or to anything. I didn't notice it for the longest time uh, playing when it was the only option uh, before PC came out. And it's like, yeah, this is fine. This last a bit, I guess two weeks ago or whatever, when I was kind of getting back in the mode of playing with a friend of mine who only has it on Switch currently and then like jumping back to PC, like I was kind of debating, am I going to buy the new thing on the Switch and so I could play with him? And I like after playing with him for a bit and then jumping back to my preferred platform, I was like, sorry, dude, like it's it's way too much of a downgrade. I can't handle it. <laughs> it's way worse. So, yeah, they need a they need cross play. <sighs> yeah, I'm that's a sore spot with me. <laughs> I don't like that. That's, this thing's not cross play. And I don't think they like it either. There's no reason why. Well, besides them, just not knowing how to get it working there's no reason why they wouldn't want people to be able to play yeah. with one or the other they're just hamstringing one of the audiences this way uh yeah that thing's still super cool and it's been fun seeing some old favorites come back in some new ways and yeah it's been cool uh the one i've been waiting for for years and years now though finally came out cuphead the delicious last course gave me a reason to jump back in and uh that was extremely difficult being four years cold on that game jumping into some of the hardest content they've done <laughs> but uh yeah i played through that and i know you've also been playing it sean yeah and i guess i'm on the other side of it is i was uh i decided to play through all of cuphead in the last warmed up yeah in the last week um to get ready for the delicious last course um and i had originally played it on pc i think only about the first island so I basically started it over on Xbox, played through the whole thing, beat it a couple days ago. Um, and now so are you done the delicious last course? Yeah, I finished it. I need to do the expert mode still, though. OK, I'm not going to do the expert mode. No, I'm good. <laughs> oh, OK, um, it's really short. Those bosses were hard enough on normal. I, I don't need them to get harder. No, thank you. Yeah, but once you crack the code and you see like everything that they do, then you just it's it's I'm easier good. to go from normal to expert than it is to go in cold the first time on normal, I think, into these bosses. Yeah, I I could see that for some of them, but I just like there was a few bosses in the main game that were like brick walls for me. The uh the dragon sure. on the second island was probably like the one that took me forever to beat. Um, sure. The B one, that was pretty annoying. It's bad. That's a bad fight. That one was real hard. Yeah, um, I agree. The ghost train, I, I was on for a while. Ghost train's cool. Yep, that was a cool one. Um, but yeah, like it's definitely hard. So I'm, I've done about, I've done three bosses of Delicious Last Course. Um, sure. And I guess my question for you. So the big whole thing is now you can play as Miss Chalice. Yeah. And did I you, have been. OK, I was going to ask. Yeah. Did you are you playing through at Island four as her or did you stick yeah. to Cuphead? 
No, I'm playing as her. I wanted to see the new... It, it's going to be impossible to go back to the others now. She has a double jump and she does uh, a parry with her dash move. Yeah. It's going to be impossible to go back to Cuphead and Mugman. There's no way. Well, I've just been hearing like a lot of people because of how different she does play. They're like sticking with Cuphead to do Island I see 4. Um, yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people are saying like, hey, I'm going to do Island 4 as Cuphead. And then I'm just going to play through the whole game again as Miss Chalice. Yeah, I'm probably going to play through the game again as Miss Chalice because I think those older bosses are going to be considerably easier with a double jump. Well, so that's that's what I did to finish the game is I, I had the DLC before I had beaten um, uh, King Dice and the Devil. And right, I equipped yeah. one of the new charms onto Cuphead and, and and then beat them. The specifically the one where you gain health when you parry for the first, third, or sixth time. Yeah, uh, and that really helped out. Um, that, sure, that was, that was pretty key. <clears throat> uh, but I'm liking it. Like again, it looks great. Uh, they yep. Studio MDHR had come out and said that they put in like way more frames of animation into the Island Four stuff, the DLC, and like it shows. I did. Yeah. I've only attempted it once, but there's like a flying one where you, you access it, it th through a cactus. It, yeah, it was just Esther like Esther Winchester. There is so much shit flying around yeah. the screen. Like it is absolute yep. nonsense. I need to sit down and like really start banging my head against that one. Um, yeah, that was my wall. The rest, honestly, as soon as I finished that one, the rest of them, like they're all difficult. The rest felt like child easy compared to that one that one i could not wrap my mind around because of all the shit on the screen so i so i'm curious what's what's your like um what's your build like what do you have equipped oh i change it for every boss um for the most part though i will say charge shot because i like okay. to just get all that damn yo you don't have to dodge as much if you just kill the fucker quicker <laughs> So um, there is definitely like some bosses where it's like, I'm just going to save up my super attack because I need to get out of this phase <laughs> as fast as possible. Yeah, for sure. That's still a thing. Uh, for the most part, it's charge shot. And then whatever else, there is one weapon that I thought was garbage, like a new one until the final boss of the DLC. And then I was just like, oh, no, this weapon is made to just destroy this boss because this Which is insane. That? It's like it's almost like the homing shot, but it's a powerful shot that if it doesn't hit something like after a medium length or whatever, it'll split off and home into a target. That's the one I'm using. Damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not consistent like the homing shot is, but it is insane for some of the bosses. It's extremely powerful. Yeah. So I'm using that one and I'm using the spread shot from the original game. Spreadshot's just always good for <clears throat> clearing that screen and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Spreadshot was like key for beating the devil for me. Like, absolutely. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, but yep. Yeah, no, I'm enjoying it. It's it's pretty enjoyable. Um, did you do all of the king? Yes. Like, okay, I'm, I'm stuck on that second one with the horse and his mane. Like, holy smokes. That was probably the hardest one just in general. Like, it's a... It's easy once you know kind of the patterns and get the feel for it, but the rest of them are easier to read when to do the thing. You just have to execute it. Okay. And that that's probably the hardest to just 
you have such a little t- window to yeah. get in there and do the thing is yeah. the problem. Yeah. And it looks like they got rid of the run and gun levels. They did. Yeah. yeah which uh, that's great because I skipped all of those. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's fair. I felt like this was too short for me. Like I would have liked some more. I think I would have been OK with two of uh, one or two of those levels for padding. But I just Again, like though, that I mean, style. The- I wanted to be in there longer. The DLC is eight bucks, like, which yeah. I already think is like way cheaper than they could. They sh- could have sold it for. I bet they could have easily charged this for like 15 bucks and people still would have bought it. Yeah, I would have felt a little mad about how long this was. This was like a three hour thing, like for 15 bucks. I don't know. That's probably the maximum I would spend. I would probably done that. Yeah, that's it true. also depends, obviously, like how good you are. I think I've spent more than three hours on the three bosses I've been on so far. So. Well, which bosses have you, are you have you done Esther Winchester? I mean, first of all, I hate the flying levels in general because I just don't they play so differently and I just don't like how they feel. And that one is easily the most difficult out of all of them in the game. So, I mean, I've only tried it the one time before, and then I checked kind of like the list and it was the last one. And I was like, oh, I'm going to try and do oh. these in order. Um, oh, but okay. I'd beaten the like mountain guy. I beat the, the giant. Yeah. I am so impressed that you remember these names because I don't I, I can't remember a single one. of them. Um, OK, the the spider mob one. Yeah, that was the first one I did. And that one was my first wall of like, yeah, welcome back to Cuphead fuckhead or whatever. <laughs> like that one took me a bit to and to get the, into um, it. I did the ice uh, wizard I, Mortimer freeze, I think something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I just I remember because I've done I just feel like I spent too long on all of them. Okay. <laughs> so I remember their names. Uh keep in mind when you're done those, there is a quote unquote secret fight. I have bought the, the game, relic. Yeah, the game essentially tells you and then they give you little hints. Uh yeah. so there's one more fight that's not on the thing, just as yeah, a right. heads up. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite fight in the game, probably in the okay. DLC. Okay. John, I know you're a Cuphead fan. Any interest in the DLC? I'm not. Oh, you're not? Yeah, he didn't like Cuphead. Oh, I I got burnt out on it. I kept trying to be the game on expert, and I was just like, nope, this was too much. I hate it now. Oh, well, I mean, you have to have beaten it on normal then, at least. So you played. Yeah, that'd be the game on normal. And I, I, my main gripe with the game was it felt like everything was too spongy on normal. It felt like they just needed to take a little bit more damage. That's still here. I will Great. say that's my still big here. complaint about the game. Way to <laughs> sell me on this DLC. They uh, were, they're very spongy still. Yep. So I remember when I finished the game, like that was back either when weapon swapping was still overpowered or when the charge shot was overpowered. Because I know they nerfed the charge shot a little after I stopped playing. Oh, did and they? It's still very yeah. good. Okay, yeah. at least it's still that's good to hear at least. But yeah, no, I remember because the speed run back in the day was literally like take the two slowest guns which i think were like the drop shot and the hook the boomerang shot and then hold down the shot button and keep mashing the weapon swap button because it would literally refresh their (laughs) shot every time so you could just mash through all this damage and that was the speed run they actually had to patch it and that was a big complaint about the speed run community was like yeah, we now have to do like a pre-patch version uh, category because it's just a night and day difference how fast we can kill bosses Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I didn't actually uh, ever look into the speedrun community. That's insane that you could do that back then. Okay. 
I'm going to look it up now because I'm curious to see what the actual uh, yeah putting in that version button 1.1 plus and there's legacy version. That button mm. input, like, there's already so many things you have to, like, keep in mind while you're, like, dodging and jumping and attacking. And now you have to, like, focus on, like, switching your gun repeatedly. Like, that would have been difficult. Uh, the world record between the current versions and the original pre-patch version is a five-minute difference. Wow. 28 minutes uh, on current for the world record and 23 minutes uh, for the world for pre-patch. So yeah, which, a five know, minute difference in that game. You would think that's not like a crazy big difference, but considering when you do beat a boss, you probably spent like two, two and a half minutes on it. And you would assume yeah. these people are all doing it in one try. Then, yeah, five does end up being quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. Cool. Yeah, uh, that's really all I've been doing. Um, other than Cuphead, over my break, I finally completed I, the Somnium Files, which I okay. feel like I started it like four or five years ago when Cuphead originally came out. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is another visual novel from the uh, 999 VLR um, guy. Uh, I'm here to say that game is not worth playing. It's not sure. very good. However, the sequel just came out and I want to play that because I've invested all this time into these characters. So that's what I was going to ask is, is that why you went back to just kind of wrap it up so you could do what is it Nirvana initiate or something? Something like that. Uh, no, I had just kind of like had it in the background a little bit for a while. And then oh. back when I finished the first great Ace Attorney visual novel, I was like, OK, before I do the second one, I should really go and like get i done uh which uh -huh. i still had like 20 hours to play of that game uh, so i sure. just like just like really sat down and got that done for sure and, so, and having that get put on like um game pass and then having that in the cloud really helped because i could just whip out my phone and play it with touch controls like whenever i needed to so that was pretty sure there um but at this point i'm just i'll probably wait for a sale and then pick up that sequel and have a bad time playing 30 hours of that as well great i will say though if anyone is interested in playing that game just play through it with a guide it is absolutely not worth playing just on your own because it is not so much a puzzle game as a why don't you just poke and hope this works out oh it didn't start the whole level over again because this thing is nonsense i have heard this from more than one person yeah yep. it's almost weird because like the VLR trilogy is like so good and the puzzles actually like relate to stuff. And then this one is just like, what is even going on here? Like, is this, it's weird that it's the same person. Um, uh, other than that, I brought some show and tell. Okay. I got a steam deck. Nice. Ooh. Yeah. So I got, came in. I, yeah. So I was in the Q3, uh, um, group because uh i i'm on i'm a loser um but uh <laughs> okay. when i when i landed in toronto i got the email which was the first day like i saw on twitter that emails were going out and i hadn't got one yet and i was like oh, i guess i'm not gonna be the immediate people then an email came in purchased it showed up six days later um, okay i was gonna ask like how long did it take you because i got my email today 
Whoa. So it oh, took okay. me. Well, I mean, we're in different countries, so who knows about that slowing stuff down. But it, it from me purchasing it to it showing up was six days. OK, so a week to two weeks, basically. Yeah. I, I You being in Canada, I would I would maybe put an additional week on that. That just based you on really like, think it'd be three weeks. No, no, no. On on mine. So like you said, oh, one to two, two, more two like weeks, two, two weeks, okay. just based on my general knowledge of like sending mail to my parents and, and whatnot. Um, just crossing that border is more difficult than you would think it should be. <laughs> um, I haven't done a ton yet because it literally showed up yesterday. Um, I have installed uh, the Epic Game Store on this and I got uh, xCloud running through Steam as well. So any xCloud games I can play and they run super fine. Um, but uh, yeah, John, uh, which version did you get? The high end one, the 512 gig. Yeah, that's the one I got too. Um, I think honestly, if you were getting it, that's kind of the one to get because it came with like the most memory, supposedly the fastest loading times you could get. And like it came with like a case and everything, too, I believe. Yeah. So I have a, I think they all come with a case I, that could be mistaken, though. I know because of a screen protector at the very least. It does? Supposed oh, to. This, Tempered glass. Yeah. Well, I know it comes with a different kind of glass that's like anti-glare. Because um, um, there's this thing in it, but I think this is just a cloth. Uh, I don't think I got a screen protection in, unless it was like built into it. Um. Let's see, fastest storage, premium anti-glare etched glass, exclusive yeah. carrying case, exclusive Steam community profile bundle, and exclusive virtual keyboard theme. Yeah. Uh, the Which, middle, okay, you're right. All three did come with a carrying case. Yeah. Uh, the, the middle model came with a uh, faster storage and the profile bundle. Um, yeah, I don't know how to redeem the exclusive keyboard, but also like who really cares? <laughs> mm. I mean, I'll probably redeem it just because I have it and I can I can brag if I come across someone who doesn't have it. But like I, I have yet to like really feel the draw to install that. Um, it's cool, though. The The case is cool. Ooh, did it just put, oh, it's over here. The, the case is interesting because like it also comes with a charger and the charger does fit in the case, but not with this with the Steam Deck. There's what? on the bottom. There's like this like strap thing, which almost looks like you, you would like put your belt through Hold it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were weird. Quick and draw there, Steam Deck. Yeah. And then there's like a oh, now I'm dropping stuff. There's like a hole underneath the strap. And I guess that's where you could put the charger and there's a little baggie that you can put the charger in a little like mesh bag. I haven't done that yet because I haven't taken this thing anywhere. Sorry, as I'm trying to clean up all this stuff now, uh, but it's cool. I like the turn on sound. Let me see if I can get it going. Um, you know, I'm, so you I'm always, didn't get a dock, right? Because apparently the dock got delayed. The docks are not out yet. Months? However, yeah. I just put like a USB C to HDMI cable in this. Plugged an HDMI mm -hmm. in and can't show it up on my monitor or my TV just fine. Um, it is really cool putting like a USB-C hub on here, plugging in a mouse and keyboard and then just like almost using this like a computer because it is just a computer. I'm going to see if I can get the startup sound to play. I am restarting it. I don't know how long this will take. Oh. Wait for it. Wait for it. 
How how great is this? This is what you come to a podcast for, right? Visual only bits. This isn't even visual. There's nothing to look at. I'm trying to make an audio sound happen. <laughs> uh, I don't have my. Oh, I don't know if you could hear that. I was talking. I heard the tail end of it. Yeah. Anyway, it's a cool sound. <laughs> that was not worth doing. Um, I, I wish I brought my switch so I could put them side by side to each other, but it is bigger than the switch. It's obviously heavier. I do like it, it has a uh, like curved edges. It's not flat on the back uh, like the switch. So it has more of like a controller feel. The all the buttons and everything feel nice. The the analog sticks are real slippery. And I think it's just because I'm so used to modern controllers having kind of like a grippy analog stick. You know what I mean? Um. So these these have like no kind of like uh, like kind of give or, or push to the analog stick. So they're a little slippery, which I need to get used to. But uh, I'm sure that'll come with with me using it more and more. Um, yeah, I'll probably report on it more in the future, uh, but it is cool. I'm excited to have it. Paul, this seems like a me like extremely up your alley as like the PC focused guy. Why? I have a PC and I don't go anywhere. Well, but you were just saying earlier, you were like, you know, Monster Hunter, it's on this, it's on the switch. I can't play with my buddy. I want the PC, but now you could, you could play it on this and it's like a switch. Sure. But I can't play with my buddy on the switch. That's the and only that, reason and now I you can care. play it in bed. <laughs> I don't play games in bed. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, anyway, no, we'll- I'm, I'm super uninterested in one of these for me. It doesn't make sense for me. Okay. Uh, I'm really excited to use it for more xCloud. Uh, I, I, Microsoft make it super easy and they have like a whole thing on how to install it properly. Epic doesn't. I had to f- find some like YouTube videos and even still I can't get Fall Guys running because it has like anti-cheat on there, which doesn't work well. And there's a bunch of guides like here's how you get past that. But because Fall Guys re-released in free to play is all these guides are for a different version of it. So I'm just kind of waiting for Epic to like get more friendly with the Steam Deck and release their own stuff and make it a little easier. Uh, John, what are you what are you wanting to do on yours first when you get it? Not sure. Probably just lie down on the couch and just play a game on it. Yeah, I'm also curious to see uh, how it would work as a second PC for streaming in a way. Like, I'm curious to like how it'll run games if I just hook up to my capture card and then run it off of like my TV versus okay. running the game on the same PC I'm streaming on. Right. Sure. OK. Yeah, that it should work, because like I said, it, you you can just get display out from it. So I don't see why it wouldn't work. Um, Yeah, you should definitely report back with how that goes. Uh, but anyways, um, I could definitely see this thing eating into like. Like every game, John, that you mentioned that I could have played on the Switch, it's like, well, I could play it better on the on the Steam Deck now mm. and probably get a discount because it's Steam versus yeah. uh, the Switch. So it'll be nice to have something for when travel picks up again, since it clearly is going too soon. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So I'll talk more about that um, in the future. That is all I've been playing. Let's do some of this news. Uh, starting with a quick PSA that Pokemon Puzzle League is now on the Nintendo Switch Online service, or 
it will be next week on July 15th. Oh, okay. I was going to say, did that happen today? Because it, first I heard of it, but the trailer dropped today. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Who's excited for some Puzzle League? No Puzzle uh, League fans here? Excited wouldn't be the word I would use, but like happy about this. Sure. That's cool. Okay. Are you yeah, more excited for... Oh, go ahead, John. I was say it's, it's a fun game. That was all I was going to say. Yeah. Are you more excited for a Lollipop Chainsaw remaster? I'm not actually at all because of the the verbiage they use saying like more realistic or something. And the thing I like about Lollipop Chainsaw is the weird cartoony comic feel to it. So I need to see what they mean when okay. they say that. I think they also it doesn't say in this tweet, but like the soundtrack's going to be different. I don't remember the soundtrack. Didn't it if I'm have be like a bunch of copywritten stuff in it? Oh, that that would be why. Sure, then, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I never played Lollipop Chainsaw. Maybe this is how I'll actually play that game now. I really liked that game more than I should have because it wasn't great, but it was fun. It's, I remember it taking a bit to get enjoyable because you really need some starting moves they didn't start you with. Yeah, and from what I sure. remember, to get enough points to get them required some weirdly good play or just waiting a long ass time i just liked it because it was a weird fucked up spectacle of a thing like i just loved the bosses and the feel of it in general i remember it playing kind of like shit though (laughs) so like a remake i I remember being a bit stiff yeah a remake i'm interested in not if like Oh, gritty realism now is like, ugh, that's not exactly what I want, but okay. I think it's we'll the see. only game James Gunn has worked on. I learned that. Maybe. That's true. I can't, yeah. that's true. I can't he think promoted of another. Again, he yeah. promoted the remake, too. Yep. So, uh, Okay, also announced today, both a new RoboCop game and a new Terminator game. Yeah, this I saw Earlier. I think the Robocop game got announced a couple weeks back, but this is the trailer came out today. And this that it's releasing next year, right? Is Publisher Nacon announced some new games today, and among them are Robocop Rogue City, an upcoming first-person shooter, and Terminator Survival Project, a survival game set in that universe's bleak machine-ruled future. Uh, we've definitely heard Rogue City. Definitely not the other one, though. That's okay. completely, at, yeah. at least to me, that's completely new. Survival project or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, RoboCop, I feel like, does not have a great track record when it comes to video games. <laughs> it, it's very hit or miss, mostly miss. So I'm hoping for some good things here. I watched the trailer. It looked interesting. I'm I'm cautiously yeah. optimistic. And a bunch of people in the comments were like, yo, I like the Terminator game you guys did. That was pretty good. Uh, so this oh. is looking at least on par with that. Yeah. So apparently they did the, the Rambo game that came out, I think on <laughs> PS3. Yeah. They did a okay. Terminator. They did like the most recent Terminator game, which apparently was reviewed. Okay. And now they're working on this and another Terminator game. So. Yeah. I remember this, uh, developer or whatever. They literally just put out a bunch of like, okay things with license names on it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, Resistance, right? Was one of them or something? Terminator Resistance, wasn't that something them? Something like that? That sounds right. It, yeah, I remember seeing things about it and just being like, that looks kind of fun and just never trying it, but... Reef Entertainment and Taeon. 
Kaon is the name I recognize. Cool. I like yeah, the first the Robocop movie. The first movie is an yeah. excellent movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yep. my attachment to Robocop. The good one. Uh, E3 is returning to LA in 2023 in the second week of June. As a, it has officially been announced. They are being put together by, from Reed Pop, who also does PAX, New York City Comic Con, Star Wars Celebration. That's the news so far. Summer Game Fest will also be happening, so Keeley is doing his thing uh, probably around the same time, if it's at the same time as it was this year. Cool. I don't even know, man. Yeah, yeah we'll, well I mean, if there's a company you want to partner with, it's Reed Pop for this, but at yeah. the same time, like, uh, those things are going to clash extremely. Well, I mean, Keeley's thing is definitely smaller, but E3 just seems like it's outdated now. And like who who's almost asking for E3? You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the lightning is out, you know, has, has escaped the bottle and companies are like, we don't need E3. So I'm just kind of curious what it'll look like when it comes back. Yeah, I feel the same way, but I'm sure there's company reps and stuff that want it i don't know i'm definitely on the other side of bucky three as far as i'm concerned just get keely to do his thing i mean i'll try going to it it's close enough and if i can get access sure but who who even knows yeah. what i'm in, what i'm going to i had fun at keely's thing <laughs> yeah there was there was free shaved ice that was great <laughs> yeah uh in more exciting news god of war ragnarok got a release date it's in 2022, which was like the big back and forth for the last like yeah. two months. Um, November 9th. So this was announced yesterday and literally not 12 hours before that, I was telling somebody, man, I've been wanting to go back to God of War just to revisit it. Maybe if Ragnarok ever gets a date and now I see it's November it's like, shit, I don't know that I can replay God of War before Ragnarok comes out with all the stuff coming out. Sure. Okay. Well, I mean, God, <laughs> since you've played it, uh, it's also on PC, so you can play it on PC if you wanted to. So that was the plan is I was going to replay through it on PC and get reacquainted with it or whatever. But I don't think that's going to happen because that's coming out pretty soon. Some might say that was the best game that came out that year. It's somewhere on that list in the top three, I think, for me. I don't remember. But yeah, it's somewhere um, there. <laughs> I'm excited. Like, I obviously yeah. really liked that first one. I'm glad to see uh, this. I'm glad to see this one's coming out in 2022 because it doesn't seem like a lot of games are coming out in 2022, at least on the AAA side. Um, but also because my prediction for what my game of the year for 2022 <laughs> would be was God of War 2. So the fact that it is coming out this year makes that at least a bit more of a reality. <laughs> Uh, Ubisoft announced that they're going to be doing a big live stream. The Ubisoft forward. It's coming back in September. Wait, September today? 10th. No. Oh, they announced that okay, it's, yeah. they announced this a few days ago that it'll be, they'll be doing this live stream on September 10th to which I said, why are they announcing this so far in advance? Yes. Um, but, the thing I saw here is apparently today there was a skull and bones thing. I didn't yes. see anything about this uh, yet. Release date, November 8th. So the same day as God of War? 
what on earth am I going to spend my time with <laughs> between God of War and Skull and Bones? Well, apparently my birthday is going to rule if God of War and Skull and Bones are coming out same day. The Skull and Bones look cool because I remember being super stoked on the idea like 10 years ago when they were talking about it. I mean, I hope after 10 years they figured something <laughs> out. I haven't right. looked at a trailer for it since, but like... Well, there was a big gameplay. It's at least remotely as good as the watch. AC4 stuff was. Yeah, I might watch that later because I don't know. I kind of have hope and faith a little bit that it could be fun. So I'll see. I'll That's probably the nicest thing I've ever heard about Skull and Bones. What, that I have some faith in it? Yeah. Yo, I'm still playing Diablo Immortal doing my dailies when I'm bored at work. So sure. like, hey, that's a good I have game. no I have no limit to how far I will go. <laughs> they announced that that game makes a million dollars a day. I mean, Gross. yeah, of course it does, because it's super predatory. <laughs> of course it does. Um, all right. This is kind of a one two punch. This was announced uh, before last week, but I wasn't on the show and I wanted to mention it. So Spellbreak, that like wizard battle royale game. Uh, yeah. They announced that they're shutting down the following day. Blizzard announced they bought the Spellbreak team to incorporate them into World of Warcraft. That's right. I yeah, I did see this. Uh, I guess question to you, Paul, as the World of Warcraft person, does this excite you? Uh, no, because World of Warcraft has been fucking shit for years now. And I honestly, if they could find anybody to give them a shovel to help dig them out of the hole that they've been in for years, more power to them. I hope it works out because that game has gone down and down. I am surprised that they did shut down Spellbreak because I thought that was like a cool concept and I know it was yeah. popular. Um, at least I know a couple of years ago it was real popular. I don't know what it was recently. Um, but yeah, I just kind of liked the like, hey, we're going away. Goodbye. And then next day and now we're working on Warcraft. So I don't know. Yeah. Like you said, maybe they'll do something cool. Uh, I hope so. With, with that game. Yeah. Uh, and the last one, there's a real cool looking Bowser Lego set coming out. Yeah, this uh, thing. Yeah, I don't buy these things. I'm I don't know. I'm looking at this one. <laughs> this is the first of the like Mario ones, except for like the NES one, because that like barely counts. Uh, I've liked I, the Mario ones, to be oh, fair. Really? I, I don't like. The I have. Yeah, I think this is, one looks cool. This is coming. Uh, what would that be? October 1st. <laughs> Sorry. Something like that, yeah. I looked at the replies and holy shit. <laughs> to this tweet. That Wario, oh my god. <laughs> that is nightmare fuel. This is, and there's a Waluigi. <laughs> yeah, these replies are top tier. This is good, yeah. Um. Anyways, 2,800 pieces. I think it's going for 270 American, like 350 Canadian. So it's expensive, uh, but that, you know, it's that's the price of Lego. But anyways, this is just cool. Yeah, I like it's a it has a big Bowser. Yeah, yeah. And it moves too. Oh, does it? Yeah. I didn't see that. What does it do? Yeah, it's there's uh, buttons on the back to make it move and like the mouth roars. It even shoots like a fireball. Oh, nice. I put together the Lego NES set and I have the the coin block question yeah. block over there in the background that, yeah but i don't have it i haven't like started on it it's still in the mm -hmm. box so are you gonna get this one uh reese is saying maybe is a birthday gift for me so i'm gonna hold off <laughs> on this on grabbing this one 
sure right on. it makes cool. sense I, I i enjoy like these more complicated lego kits but like part of me is like eh, i'll do them on stream and then i'm like oh my schedule doesn't permit that anymore uh they take a long time they do they really yeah. do i think the the nes kit took six or seven streams of like five hours each yeah like it, it it's like a pu- some it's like a puzzle if not longer depending on i don't know then again like my sister can do like a 1000 piece puzzle in like an hour somehow so All right, let's do some questions. Uh, TopDownRespective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box are all great ways to send questions in. Uh, just like these people, uh, starting with Kevin, who wrote, What are some times when you felt betrayed in a game? When a game teaches you one way to solve a puzzle or a fight and then suddenly says you can't do that anymore for no reason. Yeah. When they take away like a power up or something. Yeah. Yeah. Or like in a in like Elden Ring or like a front software game where you have like one build you've been doing the whole time. And then you come across a boss that's like, nah, no, no, no it no, doesn't no. bleed. What now? bitch? you're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. I guess I'm going to have <laughs> exactly, to yeah. not do this for a while. <laughs> yeah. Uh, immediately that comes to my head is like Metal Gear Solid 3 when you have to like like the final fight against boss sure yeah just like a literal betrayal of that of your character or whatever yep I thought you were going to say in Metal Gear Solid 3 where you fight that one boss that sends every enemy you've killed up to that point after you oh the the pain I think no the sorrow. The, sorrow. the sorrow. Yeah. Which one's the pain? Because the pain is one, right? Pain is, pain is uh, bees. bees. Okay. Yeah. 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 He's bee boy. Um, any Mario Maker level, Kaizo block. Fuck off! Just I hate you so much. If you do that, but is yeah. that a betrayal? Like yeah. you know what you're getting into. Betrayal well, by the dev. So no, if you know what you're getting into, if you're going into something called lol 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 Kaizo hack or something, you're like, okay, fine. If you're just like going into like Bowser's wacky wonder world or whatever, and you do the last jump and you die, that's a betrayal. That's or it's sucks. called like world one, one for reals. And then it's a Kaizo thing. Wasn't, uh, didn't you do a one, one for reals or something? Oh, no, I just came no? up with that. Okay. Okay. cool all right next question from hebrew lantern in honor of john's 10th anniversary of streaming what do you think you'll be doing in 10 more years oh man ten fuck more if years. i know yeah, yeah i don't know who knows man. fuck I'm if like, i know i'll even be doing this at this point if i'm alive and happy that's more than i can wish for <laughs> so yeah same <laughs> I, I bet in 10 years, I'm still going to want to be talking about video games about more games? than the average person. More than the average, for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. I have yeah, absolutely knows, no like, clue. We'll, we'll be old men once again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Phantom Aegis writes in and says, Ahoy, TDP crew. Uh, through looks and personalities, each of you must assign a Pokemon that best fits your fellow co-host. Oh, if you want to spend it. less time on this, here's an assigned role for each one. Sean can choose for John. John can choose for Paul. Paul can choose for Sean. And Nathan, if he's there, can choose for Sean. But Nathan's not here. Sean's my champ. I'm done. 
Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's a good pick. <laughs> that's so nice of you to say. Okay, I gotta pick John. I don't know why Beware came to mind immediately for Paul. I don't know Paul? what that is. <laughs> it's, it's like a, a very, ag- very aggressive bear. Fuck yeah. But it's, but it's oh, pink, right? It. Isn't it pink? It's like pink and black or something yeah, like that. Something Hang on. like that, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, what happens if I just search John Wheeler Pokemon? No, <laughs> that's that's dangerous. You're gonna get yeah. some. You're gonna get some results there. There, Paul. This is this is beware. Oh, our chat, right? Oh yeah. my god, it's so cute. I love him. <laughs> but it also has murderous power. I love it. <laughs> I did get some pictures of you. Some old pictures of you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, Actual pictures of me or of, po- of Pokemon as me or... Just old pictures both. of you. Okay. All right, I'm going to give you either like a Slowking. Interesting. Or a Mr. Rhyme. Okay. Or a Mr. Mime. No, no, Mr. Rhyme. The evolved form of Mr. Mime. Oh, I forgot about the evolved Mr. Rhyme. I don't even know what that looks like. All he, right, he's like a like a black and white, um, Mr. It's Mime. Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, Mr. Rhyme is Charlie Ryan. Chaplin. I kind of think that's a Nathan. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I kind of agree. Sure, Mr. Yeah, Rhyme definitely is way more like Nathan than me. Okay, then I'll give you Slow King. Why? Why Slow King? I don't know. Slow King's cool. What you got Slow a big King hat. Like Slow King has a hat. Yeah, oh, yeah, he, he uses a shelter as a hat. Yeah, that's my pick. Like you can't argue with it. <laughs> well, I, mean, I just want to hear your logic. All I want. I could see you wearing a big hat. <laughs> Is that it? That's the logic. What's it gonna take me to get you in a big hat? Uh, Suku Suku writes, what gamer franchise would you want an official level maker for? I kind of wanted that Mega Man one that was in the works years ago. I wish that had come out. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep. I mean, there's I an unofficial one, but yeah. Okay. I think any platformer is a pretty easy sure. go-to. Yeah. The Zelda makes a lot of sense. Like a dungeon maker for Zelda. Would, yeah, I guess yeah. it would have to be dungeon because <clears> you, you couldn't really do like a whole world. That would just be too much. Yeah, that would be fun. I think. <laughs> I uh, I would love like a course editor for Mario Kart, a la like um, Trackmania. Sure. You know, in the chat, Lineback says Professor Layton Puzzle Maker. I bet it is really hard making puzzles. A P-Cross maker would be cool where you just kind of do like some pixel art or something and it turns it into a thing for you. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Pokemon right. gym maker. So is that just you would choose like the trainers that you fight? The trainers, like the the trainers and, and the, the Pokemon they carry. And probably yeah. the okay. layout, because a lot of them are kind of puzzles as well. Sure. That could actually be kind of cool. Yeah. Okay. But then you'd have to, like, limit, like, 
what kind of Pokemon the other people can bring into it. Otherwise, they'll just like steamroll through it and it wouldn't matter. So if you could like set up like, here's the party of six you get. Can you make it through the whole gym? Well, I think you would naturally have people do that because there are Mario Maker levels that you just don't touch the controller and it plays itself. So you'll have people doing hard and easy versions. I don't think you need to put that limitation in. It might be better yeah. if you do. Yeah, because <laughs> I just think people are going to be like, I, I went in with six level 100s and everyone in this gym has like level 12s or whatever. Oh, I see. You'd what have you mean. to like set le- level limits so that there's or if they like challenge. scale somehow. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Scales. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for questions. Again, if you'd like to send in questions for next week, top down perspective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week? Probably the little Noah. I'll give it to Cuphead. Delicious last course. I will also give it to Cuphead. Uh, some things to look out for. If you're a Patreon subscriber, we'll be going live right after this. Finally, with our Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe episode. At the end of July, uh, our July game is Neon White. Uh, so look forward to some speed running goodness coming from that. Uh, if you're a TVP listener, our episode of, of Obi-Wan or talking about the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is currently live. And then also I have switched over for the audio listeners, the our like back in ad service. So there might be some wonky stuff. I don't really know, but please let me know if you come across like weird ads or something breaks or something like that. Um, Cause it's all kind of automated. I just, I just kind of set it to go and then it's supposed to do it. I don't know. Uh, But other than that, we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.